It's time to Get Real with Eddie, here to help you understand the changing real estate market and meet your real estate goals. Over 19 years in the business, 2018 Realtor of the Year of Three Rivers, past president of the Three Rivers Association of Realtors, past director at Illinois Realtors and team lead of the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner. Here's Eddie Rudiger. <coughs> of course you gotta cough right when the microphone goes on. It's just the way it works, isn't it? You planned it. it. You planned it. I did not plan it, but it is what it is. I gotta readjust this camera and we're good to go. Alright, it's Get Real with Eddie time. I'm Eddie. Also with me is from the Rudiger Group at Baird and Warner, Nancy Valley. And from Lone Depot today, it's Joe Madrano. Joe! Yes, sir. Joe Madrano, 1055-063. That's the NMLS number. Okay, he's all over Gotta it. Gotta keep that you? legit, man. You already know. I, I didn't even have a chance to ask, and you're on it. <laughs> so. Gotta stay out of trouble. Did you get me a link? I have not gotten a link yeah, yet. I didn't get a link either. No, I'm working on it. So, I was hungry. I ate food before we came on air. Yes, we want you to eat. We do not want you to be hangry. I get hangry. You we, were accusing I, me of being hangry. And I know I get hangry. I am not arguing one bit that I don't get hangry. Well, that's I, why you coughed. You had that, that last piece of uh, french fry stuck halfway down your throat. <laughs> Something like that. As long as we don't have to hide like their work. Yeah, so, alright. Uh, do, 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 do. There's a link. There's that. I don't even have flyers. Oh, I, you know what, though? But we don't need... I want to talk... Uh, God, there was so much going on. We didn't even talk about my vacation last week and how awesome it was going to Disney. <laughs> we did talk about that you weren't as busy as you thought. I didn't have you... No, completely. I really... I I was busy with my own clients. I had my stuff so under control I'm, while yeah, on vacation. You, you had everything timed out really well, which, thank you, because I had my own clients to deal with. So, so kind of it helped me from not being chaotic. And speaking of thank yous, I got to take a moment. I want to thank the village of Plainfield. Last yes. night they had on their docks a inspection ordinance with crime free f pertaining to rental, and they tabled the issue to have further discussion. And I need to thank all the elected officials because it was the right thing to do. There's some major concerns and that need to just get ironed out to make it so that it is a fair ordinance and that it, it's going to help the public and help the market and not hurt the uh, the market and the public. So um, just huge thank yous to that. You know, and I, the, you wanted to talk about the, the, the whole idea of crime free because it's kind of a buzzword. Well, and let's face it, nobody wants crime, right? Yeah. Everybody wants a safe community and yes. all that. But You've got to be very careful about just rushing any legislation through because you have to concentrate on unintended consequences. Yeah. Um, you're trying to get rid of crime, but if someone's risking losing their home, um, domestics are one of the um, highest... Um, What's the what's the word I'm looking for? One of the highest nine one one calls. Yeah, it calls. Yeah. Um, but if I'm scared of my husband or scared of losing my home, I may take that SWAT in order to or order not to lose my house. So understand that that could be a problem, and 
so instead of preventing crime, it's just being quiet and nobody's reporting crime, which makes it <coughs> even worse because then you're putting a lot of people in danger. So that's one reason, you know, not to not to do that because what if somebody's grandkids on drugs and comes in and starts something or they're lip moving in or whatever and it gets crazy and <coughs> you know you know my grandma and grandpa losing their house yeah yeah you it, know it, there was so. there was some lively discussion and I, there's some concerns in the community that they want to be addressed and they have every right and I completely understand um, them wanting these concerns addressed um, but do it smart. But yeah, do it smart. And do it smart. That was what the board's opinion was last night. It was whether, well, let's just pass this and then we'll fix it on the way. No, 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 no. That's not the way to do no, it. No, that's we not don't. the way to do anything. <laughs> don't do a guinea pig. You, you, you got people paying, you know, anywhere from $1,800 to $4,000 in rent in Plainfield. I mean, so to, to have those people then be a guinea pig, un that has unintended consequences on cost on availability, on... Lawsuits that come against the city, the village. You know, you don't want that either, so be very careful. You know, let's do it right. Let's try to get it. Nothing's perfect, but let's do a darn good job of getting it there before you implement it. I, I agree. I agree. So, uh, like I said, kudos to the mayor and the elected officials, uh, all the trustees there in the village of Plainfield last night. They did the right thing. Um, and, you know, looking forward to having some conversations on how to address and how to clean this up and how to address the problems that they're facing. Um, I, from my understanding, like I talked to some community residents, and one of the concerns they have is, you know, 20, 30 people living in one house. Okay? Well, that's an occupancy a aspect. That's a zoning aspect. Right. That's and a that, crime. Yeah. That's Were there any crimes zoning. that came from that location, mm -hmm. though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the specifics on that. I, w I was just, you know, talking to the members of the community. And, uh, you know, when you've got, you know, that many, if, that, if it's truly that many people going living there, and then you've got the vehicles, and you've got this, and you've got that, you know, it, it's not feasible, because that's not the intent of a single family zoning. Let's I be honest. totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's a health code. It could be, you know, what if a fire starts? Now, all, all those things. Yeah, that's you not know, crime, though. About that kind of crime. No. Yeah. But well, so uh, I mean, it's for their safety as well as the community. So, but that's not a arrestable. I mean, that's a code enforcement. Well, and another aspect is with these, they come in and it's like we're going to address crime, and now we're going to address. Well, we want to address that they're using an extension cord for a power source. All right. Well, that again is code enforcement. That doesn't that's address code. the crime. That's a fire code. Yeah, that's violation. That's yes. a health and safety issue. Right. And not, so what what are you trying to fix? Are you trying to address health and safety? Or are you trying to address crime? Because a lot of you know, I get it. A lot of municipalities are like, "Well, we're doing this for the safety of the renters." When you poll and interview the renters, the renters are like, I don't want the municipality coming through my property. I don't want them inspecting the house. And we run into that problem when the tenant will not allow inspections, but the landlord's required to do it. And now the landlord's required by something within the crime-free addendum to evict a tenant, not because the tenant did anything wrong at the property, but because, you know, there were too many police calls or too many, um, 
you know, whatever it may be, or complaints. there are complaints, complaints, or there whatever. was arrests from the other thing. Guess what? You don't do that to an owner-occupant. They can call the police as much as they want. You don't evict them. Right. I mean, so let's be fair. Um, I get it. You don't want a nuisance property, but there are ways to legally address these things, and that's what we want to work with. Right. And without um, creating new problems. Correct. Correct. So. And unintentioned consequences. Unintended consequences. All right. As promised, dun, dun, dun. numbers. This is going to be a really dry show, so we really need to step <laughs> up our game. Kids, <laughs> I'm just saying because numbers are not always fun. Joe, did you get logged in? Dancing. No, you know what? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. I'm just I, this. This is a new computer that I'm using, so I'm. I'll catch up with you. Okay. Start without me. All right. You always can jump on with your phone if you yeah. need to. Yeah, yeah so. I know, but then it's tiny. My okay. eyes are old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, my There's eyes are old. In this, <laughs> in this room. I was going to say so is somebody else's, but I won't name names. <laughs> oh, you? Are you taking it? Are you taking it for the team? Nancy. Nancy. <laughs> All right, I, I'll, I get each and I'll, every I'll get one there. I'll get there. Years. Okay. So, and wrinkles. Man, is there a lot of data here? Oh, it's fascinating. Nancy went and pulled a different report. So this is the 2023 annual report from MRED, which is our MLS, the Chicago MLS. Now this encompasses almost the whole northern half of Illinois, pretty much from the Wisconsin border to the Indiana border down to Bloomington, probably out to DeKalb. It doesn't go all the way to that far west edge of Illinois, but right. it is a huge territory. Yes, and really gives a nice picture of the whole territory and breaks it down into counties and cities. And so it, <coughs> does it show the difference between uh, the unicorn years and non-unicorn years? <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> I mean, seriously. What would you? That's what we call it. Oh, yeah. I.e. 2020, 2021, yeah. 2022. Yeah. Even 2022 is a little bit of a unicorn yeah. year. I mean, it really was. Arguably, so, maybe 2023 as well. 2023. Not as much, but. It, 2023 had its own challenges. Yeah. yeah. It was the unicorn backlash is what it was. That's a good book. That's a good <laughs> It really kind of was. because hey, That's the, a title of your book, your next book. Unicorn <laughs> backlash? Yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could I could see it. I could see that too. I could see that. <laughs> all right, new listings in 2023 for all of our area is 150,952. Okay. First I'm going of all, to enlarge because I am truly old and need need to see it. Okay. All right, 1,000 150,952. We're going to do a lot of comparisons between last year of 2023 in 2019, okay? Because 2019 was the last normal year that we had, all right? So I wanna do a lot of that 2019 comparison. Now, these new listings were down 19.1% from last year in 2022, but tw in 2019, we had 238,851 listings in the same area. Yeah, so almost 240,000 versus 150,000. This is going to show you a really good glimpse of when we talk inventory shortage, what we're talking about. A hundred, well, 90,000, essentially. 90,000 listings. That's a lot of property. Top five areas changed in listings 
All right, I'm just going to give you number one. Arthur, Illinois was up 125% in listings. Under, my guess is new build. Could, I would think so, yeah. That would be my first. Under contract, okay, includes contingents and pendings. 106,762 properties went under contract. Down 14.4% from last year. In 2019, 128,531 went under contract. Which doesn't sound like, like much, but then you look at 2021, 155,673. Yep. So we've gone from 2021's numbers, 155,6 to 106 in 2020. But it shows you the under contracts are Un down, we are down from a normalized market, right? And that's the same with our closings because the closings reflect pretty close to the pendings. You know, um, we had 106.44 and there was about 106.762, so there was about 700 listings, just over 700 listings that didn't close. They went under contract, they didn't end up closing for whatever reason. Yep, yep, and there was 128,060 in 2019. All right, number one area closed increase, Hammond, Indiana. Yes, our MLS goes into Indiana, 300% increase. I'm assuming that's Hammond, Indiana, because I don't think there's a Hammond, Illinois. That might be the Illinoisans leaving Illinois to go to Indiana. Could could be. It could be because you've got a, <laughs> it's an easy commute into Chicago. Yeah, it, yeah. it's still well, uh, There's nothing easy about getting around the lake, so. Yeah. <laughs> Inventory of homes for sale at the end of the year. So this is where we normally start. I'm going to do this backwards. In 2019, we started 2020 with 36,628 because this is at the end of the year. Homes for sale. Homes for sale. Yep. This year, 13,817, about a third. Third. Hundred. Yeah. In all of our service area. Yep. We are down, by the way, in inventory, 22.8% from last year at 17,903. Which was down, and then 2021 was down again, so I mean. Well, that just tells you the story, the reality of the market right now. Right, you right, know? it's fascinating. When people say short of inventory, that's, that's the graph right there. Yeah, right? Okay, I'm trying to get to the next page. And I don't think it'll let me when I'm zoomed in. There we go. All right. Oh, there you go. For the whole area, average market time for a detached family was 44 days, 45 days for attached. All right? Yeah. And that's all price points, <coughs> the entire market area. Entire market area is only up 1.6%. Now, we're going to get into county and we're going to get into cities a little bit later in the show. Um, but you're looking at a 6.4% increase on attached on the median sales price. So. And again, that I would call that mortgage rate pressure. Um, house Houses are not going to go as high as quickly, even though there's pressure. Well, that, I interpret that last graph as there's a higher desire for attached homes. 
This is a great number. And you here. know why? Because if you look at median prices, you're going to go to an attached because it's a lot more affordable than a detached. Mm, Price-wise. But, price but after you add in the, the HOA... Depending on the HOA. It depends. Yeah. yeah. I it, mean, you get an 800 month, a dollar a month HOA, or you can have a per, yeah. $50 a month HOA. Yeah. Um, I like this stat, because this is, this is clickbait, and this is what we talk about on the show. So, one year change in share. This is distressed homes. Percentage that were lender mediated. So the lender had to be involved in the closing in some way, fashion, or form. Could have been a short sale, could have been uh, whatever. Okay? Up 28.6%. Tell me that's not clickbait. Because, oh my God, distressed mediations up 28.6%. But guess what? It was only 2.7% of the market. In 2019, it was 5.8. Nobody was saying the market was melting down in 2019. It was 4.2% in 2020, and nobody was saying the market was melting down. In, well, some people thought it was going to melt down because of COVID. I think in 2021, there was little lender participation because there was equity in the homes. Four-year change in price. Yeah. On all properties, and is twenty nine point three percent. Four year change in price on traditional properties, twenty six point one percent. Four year change in price on short sales were thirty percent up. So even a short sale was selling for thirty percent up over if it was four years old. Four year change in price in REOs, thirty three point eight percent. There's no such thing as the proverbial deal, and that's what I want to point out because a lot of people are looking for a deal. Well, this market doesn't lend itself. When you look at them, there is a deal here. I mean, so here, here's, here's the deal. <clears throat> if I'm looking at a, a traditional median sales price, okay, was in 2023, $300,000 for a traditional median sales price in the overall market. The short sales were at 208000 So 208 versus 300 I'm saving $92,000 oh, well, yeah. on the median, but there's probably some sweat equity. There's probably some work that needs to be done. And that's the same thing with the relocations. Are the REOs, these are real estate owned. These are bank owned. Bank owns were $169,900. Now you're not gonna find $169,900. This is because you've got so much rural area in these numbers getting out by Bloomington and, you know, Shanahan, even Braidwood, Coal City, getting down to Pontiac, stuff like that. There's so much rule that averages that as the law of averages that are coming into play here. My math is right. That's what a hundred and thirty-one thousand dollar disparity. Yeah, yeah. So you can turn around and make some money on if you're willing to buy a house and fix it up. Well, but you t you have to take into account. Um, prices of fixing it up. Yes, and, and we'll, loan to fix it up. And the area, if you're the going area. to get it returns, uh, stuff like that. So, yeah. um, and not everyone's looking for a fixer upper. Right. They just want to move in, you know. Right. So there's there's data on the mul uh, multi units in here. I'm going to skip that. 
Um, showings, th uh, median number of showings before it went under contract, 13 showings. Total showings. Here's, this is a great number. You want to talk about pent up? Total showings in 2023, 2,540,617 showings. Yeah, that's a lot of... And that is probably only looking at a lot of homes. Only what's recorded through our showing services. Right. If there's agents that do their own showings that are still probably num there's probably ten percent. I'd say ten percent more that are missing from that number. Because you contact the agent directly. Yep. They'll they'll say email or call or and, text. And they may have estimated that into the number, so let's give them an extra five percent. So you're still looking at another hundred and twenty five thousand showings probably in there. All right, overall areas, let's look at counties. Da, 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 da. We're gonna hit Will County first, and then we're gonna do Grundy County, and we'll go from there. Oh, I like that. It All right. Really so made it nice and big. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't see the columns at the top. Total closed sales for Will County, 7,962 units were sold. Down 18.6% from last year. Yep. Percentage of that that was detached, 77.7% was detached, 22.3% was attached. Percent of distressed properties. Again, this is looking at the foreclosure, oh my gosh, the world is crashing. Only 2.4% were foreclosures. You know what? The, there's not that many foreclosures going on right now. No. Because That's if you're running into, if you're exactly, if you're running into trouble, just list the house and sell it. There's enough equity in there to get yourself out from underneath. But to keep in yes. mind, this is also distress sales, so it doesn't necessarily mean foreclosure. Could have been a short sale. It could have been something that had the bank involved. Yeah, there's there's a few there's very few properties, um, lending institutions that took the risk and over lent on a property in this kind of a market, you know. So, where you're in a situation where you owe more money than that house is actually worth, that's that's a lender error. Yeah, yeah. They should have never lent that money to begin with. Well, but here's the thing: I I disagree with that statement because if you things happen, first off, so you don't know that. Second, if the lending aspect is too tight and the money flow is too tight, okay, that's fine. There's zero foreclosures. The problem with that is, in my view, it's a statistical issue. I could give, let's say, another thousand people a loan. Okay? So we could make another thousand people homeowners. Mm -hmm. Based on the numbers here for Will County, only 2.4% of that thousand people are going to fail. Mm -hmm. So that's 24 homeowners that will fail. That's, that's a good calculated risk. Based on the thought yeah, that right? for a bank, yeah. The other 906 <clears throat> uh, 80 or 70 whatever, I'm not doing the math really quick in my head, but the 900 and some odd other units, 700 units pay for that loss of the 24. And that's the thing. So you you want you want money flow to be flowing. 
and you want that aspect. If you have too tight, okay, great, there's no foreclosures that sweet. Nobody gets kicked out of their house. But the problem with that concept is you also have another thousand people that would have been successful homeowners mm -hmm. that didn't get the chance to be a homeowner because the money flow was too tight. Loose, your money supply should be loose where the additional increase in transactions offsets the additional foreclosure ratio. And again, it's a sweet spot and it, the target's always moving depending on what's going on with market conditions, what's going on with jobs, what's going on in, in, in interest rates. There's so many factors that play into that. But you could still have that conversation and have that aspect. Um, 38 days, average market time, 99.4% of original asking price in Will County. And 11, what was the 11? I forgot. 11 showings per listing. Now, Will County was one of the top in sales and units sales. 7,900. DuPage had 10,034. Cook County had to have been one. Yeah, 49,000. Cook County was 49,000. 49, yeah. So, I mean, it shows you where the majority of the population lives, where the majority of the business is at. Um, Percentage of original <coughs> list price is what I want to look at for DuPage and Cook. I don't want to dive in. I know we got some listeners that list, live in those areas. 99.7% for DuPage and Cook County. Gonna get my eyeballs to go across the 98 line. 98.3. 98.3, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, so that gives you kind of some good numbers. Stop um, right there. What is that? Arlington Heights. Listing to sale, 100.5%. 100, They're getting 105 yeah. of uh, original list price. The other one was Aurora that Bar I noticed. Good um, Bartlett. 101.3. Wow. 16 showings per. Yeah. Um, Aurora is, because I, you know, I do some work on Aurora. I do too, um, yeah. Aurora is hot. Mm -hmm. Aurora is a hot market. So people are still paying slightly over asking price. Yes. Yep. yep. Depending if, it's, if it's a nice property, nice people property, are willing right. to pay for it. All right, let's get a little closer to uh, home here. Crust Hill, 255 units, down 13% on, what's the column? Chain, or down 13% from last year. From 2022. Percentage of detached, percentage of attached, and the percentage of Distressed. So let me get back to Crest Hill. There we go. Um, so 86.7% is. Nope. nope. I'm sorry. 46. 46.7. 6. 53.3% was attached. And only 2.4 were distressed sales. But you know what? Crest Hill has a lot of attached. Considering. Yeah. You know. Proportionately. Yeah, they actually do. I think they, for a town, they have a, a, a very high percentage of attached properties. I would say that they're probably more closer to 30, maybe even pushing 40% yeah. of their inventory um, is, is attached. So it doesn't seem that way, but it's there. Oh, it's there. Yeah. It's definitely there. Um, I'm just scrolling down the list to see what's next. So, you know what? 
we're going to pull up some numbers, and while we're pulling up numbers, we're going to take a break because I just realized we are way over um, already on this. So keep it here with Get Real with Eddie. Consider joining the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner as a realtor. We offer a supportive and collaborative environment for our members and are currently expanding our team. Our focus is on training and education to ensure that our members are equipped with the knowledge and skills necessary to serve their clients successfully. At the Rudiger Group, we are committed to helping our members develop both professionally and personally. Our ultimate goal is to support our members in achieving their goals and making a positive impact in the real estate industry and in the lives of their clients. Our founder, Eddie, believes in teaching members how to serve their clients, family, and community rather than just generating a commission for the brokerage. He emphasizes the importance of being capable of going out on your own and receiving an amazing return on your value. To learn more about becoming a part of our team, please contact Eddie at the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner. Call Eddie at 815-823-5478. Again, 815-823-5478. It's Eddie Rudiger from the Rudiger Group at Baird and Warner and Get Real with Eddie. I want to bring you to your attention the Herbert Trackman Planetarium at Julia Junior College. My son loves this. They offer free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. It's perfect for stargazers. The show provides excellent astronomical instruction and entertainment for no charge. That's right, it is free on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. The planetarium features a 30-foot diameter dome, a new on Omnistar Digital Planetarium Projector. During the shows, you can enjoy sky tours using the projector and PowerPoint presentations covering a wide range of astronomical topics. For more information, please visit jjc.edu slash planetarium. And for you educators out there, they are open for field trip bookings. So go to jjc.edu slash planetarium. Eddie Rudiger, a licensed and experienced realtor with 22 years of success in the industry, is the team lead of the Rudiger Group, associated with Baird & Warner. Eddie has assisted innumerable residents of the area in making informed decisions regarding real estate matters. What sets Eddie and his team apart is their personalized approach that prioritizes your needs. They empower you with the right tools, information, and guidance to make the best decisions for you and your family. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in a property, Property, Eddie provides you with the insights and resources to make a sound decision. At the Rudiger Group, you are always in charge and your needs are paramount. Eddie's team believes in educating their clients and helping them navigate the complex real estate landscape with ease. So if you're in need of a reliable, experienced and trustworthy real estate partner, look no further than Eddie Rudiger and the Rudiger Group at Barrett & Warner. Find out more by calling Eddie at 815-823-5478. That's 815- 823-LIST or visit yourdwellings.com Stocks may succeed, stocks may fail. Real estate is always there. It's Get Real with Eddie. Hey, if you're looking for a new property really quick, check out uh, my new listing at 16535 Buckner Pond Way in Caroline Lakes. This is a 55 and older community. It is a two-bedroom, two-bath ranch townhouse, duplex actually, with a patio, two-car garage, um, great space for 260000 in Caroline Lakes and Crest Hill. Give me a call, 815-823-5478. And if you need a loan on that property, give Joe Madrano at Loan Depot a call. Joe, what's the best number to reach you at? Mortgage Guy Joe, 
4161. Is it like mortgage.jigo.com? No. Oh, that's just my that's that that's my handle. You need to go get mortgage. <laughs> I, you know what? I do have that. Now that I think of it. Dot com. <laughs> but it's not an it's not linked to anything. I own that website that URL though. That would be cool. You got to get that linked up somewhere. So. <clears throat> uh, all right, we got here's the numbers we really want to get into, um, and we're just going straight through to the end of the uh, show, folks. Uh, Will County median sales price three hundred and twenty four thousand up. 6.2% from last year. From 2022. 2022, yeah. Right. When I say last year, we're referring to 2022 because these are 2023 numbers. Up 40.9% from 2019. I love that number. Isn't that amazing? See, I mean, this is exactly what I tell my buyers that they, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to sit out and rent. You know what? You just missed out 40% equity from 2019 to today. That's like money that you just sat out on the market. You sat out. You didn't play the game. Yeah, and look what you lost. Exactly. And will that come again? Probably not mm -hmm. like that. Crest that Channel. Aggressively. Median sales price for 2023, 245000 Up 10.9% from 2022. <laughs> up 40.1% from 2019. Next on the list, let's do... It's 11% equity since last year. Oh, uh, Joliet should be next on the list. I'm looking for Joliet. No, there we go. Okay, there we go. Joliet, 245000 median sales price last year, 175000 in 2019. That is a 6.5% increase over 2022 and a 40% increase over 2019. For those that are in Kankakee, the median sales price in Kankakee was 152000 up 8.6 from the previous year and up 46.2% from 2019. That's just found money in your pocket. Yeah, right? Just sitting there growing. Oh, my gosh. Not doing anything. Just I'll tell you, real estate is the best investment. You're not going to make that in you're not going to make that in a savings account or in a CD. Lock on a house. <laughs> up three uh, median sales price in 2023 305,000 up 7% from 2022 up 42.1% from 2019 M median sales price in Lockport in 2019 was 214,604 sounds so affordable now <laughs> hey doesn't it yeah. like seriously if someone said hey i'm going to sell you a house in Lockport mm -hmm. for 215,000 you're like okay uh, but you don't know i don't care i'll take it yeah. What guys, condition? Nope, doesn't matter. You guys see that number on there uh, for Ludlow? Oh, my gosh. Ludlow, Ludlow. Ludlow, there it is. 228. 228% increase since 2019. That's got to be new construction in that neighborhood. Uh, but still, you in know. In that town, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, here's the flip. Longview, and I think Longview is a border town. The median sales light price was 30000 in Longview. It's now down to 9900 86% decrease since last year. And a 67% decrease. What? So I wonder what's going on in Longview. I don't know exactly where Longview is. You know what? That could be a fact that they. it might be a very, and I don't know where it is, it might be a very small town that hasn't had a whole lot of sales. That could be it. And Not a whole lot of sale data. Two, three sales, and then so it's a very skewed. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Manuka. Now you want to know where that's at. Manuka's yeah. interesting. Manuka is 300,000. It was 300,000 last year. There was no change from 2022. But they are up 29.2% from 2019. So that is the first town in our kind of our immediate marketplace that has not seen a 40% increase is Manuka. Yeah. Well, I have an answer. Do you have an answer? Go ahead. What's your answer? SSAs. Oh. Oh yeah. There's yeah, a lot of SSAs that. in Manuka, <clears throat> and it is it it. I think it slowed the market. Now, we're getting very close to a lot of those SSAs being paid off. That's mm -hmm. true. You're going to start seeing that in the next five to ten years. I see Manuka as being a pro uh, area that you could start seeing bigger jumps because there's not going to be any SSAs anymore. That's true. So people are going to be willing to pay more because they don't have to pay that SSA. Pay off. Yep. That's very true. Mokino, 412500 median sales price, up 17.9% wow. from 2022, up 42.3% from 2019. So a big jump year over year, but still pretty consistent in the uh, five-year uh, trend. Morris, here we go. Morris, Illinois. I think this is underrated, honestly. 260,000 median sales price, only up 3.2% from 2022, and only up 23.8% from 2019. Kind of modest when compared mm -hmm. to... Compared to some of the other communities, yeah. That's like half of what all the other communities are doing. Yeah, and uh, Morris's downtown area is, I think, oh, amazing. Oh, so beautiful. Cute. And they've really done a lot of work yep. to keep it engaging and interesting and and, and it, it's getting it, there there's a it's becoming mm. a little bit of a foodie destination there's some good restaurants down in the morris area naperville naperville is 538,000 in median sales price for 2023 up 8.7% up 42.3% from 2019 so again 40% <coughs> new lennox New Lennox, 395,000 median sales price, up 9.3% for 2023, only up 36.3% since 2019. So another one that's just under that 40% increase. Yeah. 36% is still good it's, in yeah, five years. In five years. It's amazing. Yeah, that's actually a good, healthy number. That's really healthy. Yeah. But all of these are healthy numbers. You think a 40% mm -hmm. increase over five years, that's 8% a year. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Twice the average, twice the historical norm. So, and 36% is a 7% a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you're high, but you're not sitting there doing 20 or 30% averages. It, it, these do average out. And when you factor in the some of this is a rebound of the market coming back from the Great Recession, in my, in my opinion. All right, we're into the ends. I don't know what else we got to do. Oh, Plainfield. That's what we want to get down to Plainfield. Let's do Oswego first. We got Oswego right here. 367500 up 5% from the previous year, up 47%. Oswego is growing in leaps and bounds. 
keep an eye on it because the, there's a lot of building. Yep. There's a lot of infrastructure movement out there. Yep. There's a lot. There's a lot happening. They're the next boomtown. They are the next Plainfield. I think it's Oswego. It's and already happening. And I think Yorkville's right behind it. I want to do. We'll get Yorkville numbers definitely before we leave here. Um, Plainfield. I had it and I lost it. There it is. Plainfield. Three hundred seventy-nine thousand wow. nine hundred dollars. Uh, median for 2023 up 9.5% from 2022 and a grand total of up 49.6% since 2019. I think out of all the communities that surround us where we work, local to here, uh -huh. Plainfield has the largest appreciation change since yep. 2019. But that's, it's that's almost 50%. Almost 50%. Just a blink. Just about 10% a year. Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, that's, you buy a house in Plainfield, if you had to sell it, you could sell it pretty much in two years. Yeah. And walk away, because you're co of cost of sale. So, I mean, honestly. Yeah, two years, you, walk, you can walk away with money in your pocket in three. Romeoville is 275950 up 10.4% from the previous year, up 36 Point seven percent from 2019. Which is a little less than I would have thought, but you know what? Romeoville's hot and happening right now, too. So we'll see what, go what happens. And here's the thing. I think Romeoville was hot and heavy because they opened up the metro rail. Mm -hmm. And then it didn't become a destination anymore because you lost that commuting factor to Chicago. I didn't have to go downtown anymore. Yeah. I didn't have to go into the office. Mm -hmm. So n flipping that script, okay. Well, but now it's picking up again. It's picking up again. Because it was kind of the deal. You know, you were getting a bang for your buck kind of deal there. And, and you look, that's why it's up last year, 10.4. Yeah, and now it's up again. Yeah, I mean, because 10.4 and Romeoville year over year were Plainfield was 9.5. So Romeoville, year over year, did better than Plainfield. Yes, it did. But not as good as Plainfield's performance over the last five years. No, no, no right. not, not yeah. the five-year average is um, it's huge. huge. Shorewood's a little shocking, actually. And I think it has to do with the fact that Shorewood's starting to invest in development and uh, other property stuff, but they were kind of stuck in the mud. I think the new mayor there, well, he's not that new, but I think the mayor's really changing some of the direction. Um, and I actually ran into the mayor, C.C. DeBold, um, at uh, the Hugs event. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a chance to talk to him. And he said he'd come on the show, so we're going to have to see if we can get him right. on. Um, but the, he's done some amazing stuff. But Sherwood, 337500 they actually went down 3.6% on the median sales price. Now keep in mind, folks, this is a median sales price. So that doesn't mean your house went down 3.6%. You may have still gone up in value. What it means is the average houses that were getting sold last year were 3.6% less than the previous year. So your stock of house might have been a cheaper house. You might have not been selling the higher end stuff. Right, the older stuff. Yeah, could have been yeah. older stuff, could have been stuff in like the beach area that's right, right there behind the, the old... Turtle Park down along in there. Yep. 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 So that those are smaller, older homes 
they may be selling for more money. So, but overall, the median sales price is up twenty nine point eight percent in Sherwood. That's kind of the storyline with Seneca. Take a look at Seneca. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, minus four point three percent since last year, but over five years, it was only it's a fifty eight point five percent increase. Yeah. Yeah. That, so there's a really yeah. good example of yep. it. Yep. Yeah, and that looks like that to me could be a slight market correction too. You know, it could be like, okay, we need to address these prices. They're getting a little bit out of out of whack. I mean, because when you're looking at Seneca, you're looking at two hundred twenty-five thousand, still affordable though. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to a lot of the other market, it's still very affordable. Yeah, it's not that far. Not that far away. Anything. You know else? what? One that we missed is Bolingbrook. Ooh. Yeah, let's check. Yeah, we missed Bolingbrook. Let me go all the way back up to the top. I know we're already at the end of the Z, into the Y's and Z's, but yeah. how did we miss Bolingbrook? The Brook. There you go. Three hundred twenty-two thousand for twenty twenty-three. Up two point two percent. Up forty point nine percent over the five years. Mm-hmm. So healthy, real healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So. My summation is the market's not collapsing. Anybody uh, agree or disagree? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. And I don't think these numbers are way overinflated. Well, here's the data that I have to say to agree with your statement. Uh, foreclosures are low, as we saw earlier in this report. Yeah. Right? Shanahan. Inventory is still low. Mm-hmm. So that means that the buyers that are there, it, it, these homes are in high desire right now. Yeah. So th- there's... There's no signal from looking at this report that um, our housing market is in any danger of, of a crash. Shanahan, 366400 up 10.9% year over year, up 45.4% um, in the last five years. Yeah. Again, booming along. I want to see if there's anything else data-wise after, like, the little... Or is that it? No, that's it. There's no other little aspects to to the report. This is an awesome report that Nancy found out. You could sit here and just, I mean, honestly, we're going through the port and I looked, oh my, we blew through the first commercial hour and I just skipped the second. Just going through these numbers today. Yeah, there's just so much to talk about. So many numbers. You know, in, in our immediate area and then like Northern Illinois and some of the other communities that surround us in the, you know, greater Joliet area. What's going on? It's fascinating. Multi-property inventory. We're going to touch on that because we got a minute or so left here in the show. Um, 2.8 months supply at the end of the year. Multi-units went down 24.3%. So if you're looking, if you're an investor, I think that's your buy. I honestly do. I think it's uh, you're looking at multi-units. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they're going to be what is the key going forward in investing. Because you've got, I think a lot of landlords got scared under COVID. And there's, it start, I think that market's going to start to make a comeback. Oh, yeah. Because it's a good investment. Yeah. Well, there's a lack of inventory. Yeah. Will County, I saw the numbers the other day. Will County only has... 13% rental property. 13%. So that's a big, big issue, big concern. All right, that wraps it up for the numbers show. 
wish we could have gave you more data, but we ran out of time. So don't forget, check out GetRealWithEddie.com online for all your information on your biggest investment, your home. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Eddie. Eddie Rudiger is a realtor at Baird & Warner in Plainfield, license number 475-141-896. Managing broker, Steve Engel. For more information on your neighborhood, call Eddie at 815-823-5478 or visit yourdwellings.com.